live from Studio 3, this is Packaging Today with Evelio Matos, Adam Lee, and Corey Connors. Hey, what's up everybody? It is me, Evelio Matos, host of... Huh. Packaging unboxed. <laughs> Rush to get here on time this morning. Uh, we made we, it. We did. And then we've got uh, Corey Goners at Corey TikTok champ. Good morning, TTs. Yeah, uh, host and, of Sustainable Packaging Podcast with Corey Connors. There are two podcasts with that same name. So go to the one with my face where it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we won't talk about the other one. No, no, we don't know that. But thanks again, Avelio, for designing that logo. It's so cool. I get so many compliments on this logo right here. Awesome. That's good. Yeah, it's always fun to, to put stuff together for, for both you and Adam. And Adam's out this morning. He's actually at a basketball game. He will be joining us. We saw him a second ago. His kid was driving. And, of course, as a parent, you get a little you know, the nervous. Kid driving is a little nuts. <laughs> I'm not ready for that. No, me neither. So we'd love to know where you guys are, uh, where anybody's watching from. Um, we do this every, every time. It's always great to just get a sense of how big and how much faster, you know, just how wide this information is reaching and how many cool people we're, we're getting to meet. So we'd love to know where you're watching from. Uh, and if you're Incredible. watching from uh, from the World Cup, you know, take a picture. Let's send, send it to us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be really interesting to know if anybody's in Qatar. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there are. So let us know. Um, so we've got a couple of things to cover today. There's just a lot happening in packaging. One thing I know, um, Corey, you just your your episode that just dropped was with um, you just posted about it this morning. I think it was Tom, Tom right? yeah, Tom Jackson from Honest Ocean. And what it's really exciting about Honest Ocean is they um, they work with the local communities in Southeast Asia, and they don't just come in and say and just start picking up trash. They they meet the locals, they get permission, they work with them, they let they pay them uh, to to help. Um, and so it builds this community where the, the local people can earn money to pick up this plastic waste and recycle it into new materials. That's awesome. That's cool. And, you know, um, who do I have my, on my podcast? I can't remember if we have so many. Um, I know this week I've got um, Jaime Carrera, who's uh, he's a creative director, and he just wrote a book about what it's like to be a creative director and what you need to know, which I think uh, was really good because there's not a lot of creative director-specific information out there. And a lot of times you just, you know, you kind of grow into the position and you might not be the right person for the position. You know, yeah. you might be, you might not be. Uh, but you don't really know until you try it. And it's, uh, you know, we, we kind of get into the challenges of once you realize that you're not the right person. Right. Like how do you step down uh, without losing face? Which yeah. I think happens a lot of times, right? It's like, and I think this happens in every, in, in every industry, in every position where you, um, you might achieve a certain title and you're like, that's not really for me, but now you don't want to step down because it looks like you've failed, but that's how it goes. <laughs> that's, so. But it's, it's so important. Um, I was watching that F1 um, uh, Netflix documentary yeah. and the, 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 the really awesome uh, lady who took over for her, her dad who passed and she was realizing Maybe I'm not the best fit to lead this organization. And uh, I thought that was really insightful by her. 
and uh, you know she was doing a great job but they just weren't winning and uh you know uh oh we got adam oh. coaches in coaches in oh he's got a bad connection he's out oh uh, man mm, we'll have to pray about it <laughs> <laughs> adam, adam's favorite saying yes um, all right, we got we got some cool people out here. We've got let's see if Adam can join here. Let's try one more time. Hey, hey, I got a I, I just want to drop in. <laughs> Say hi to everybody, Coach Adam. I uh, got to go coach some basketball practice, but uh, thanks for being awesome, everybody. But nice. I probably can't hang out too long. It's free. It's so cold outside, and we were <laughs> locked out of the gym. But I think I just got to weigh in, so I got to run. All right, out. Go, go get see him, coach. Ya. Packaging coach. See you guys. Um, Get awesome. another title for him. Right. We've got uh, we got Rania from Arizona. How you doing? It's always fun to talk to her. Uh, we've got uh, Nashville, Chicago. We got Jonathan Quinn, the JQ, Jonathan Quinn. The you know, oh, I actually great. recorded a podcast episode with Jonathan, and then after I listened to him, I'm like, man, I didn't get the best out of him. So I do need to re-record that one because <laughs> I think there's more information. Yeah. Um, He's such an awesome guy in this he, field he is. and just as a person. But uh, to know, if you don't know Jonathan Quinn, make sure you follow him because he's got so, so many insights into this world of packaging. 100%. Um, all right. So I want to talk to you. One thing I want, I want to bring up, which I thought was amazing this morning was, you know, as like Nespresso is a brand out there that's doing it, that's pushing a lot for sustainability. Um, yeah. I think any of the, any of the brands that are working in like that coffee space, the coffee pod space, um, there's always a conversation around how sustainable is it really. Right. Um, but these guys are pushing a lot. And this morning they released this um, article, which I'm going to share here. Should have had it ready, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> we forgive you. Well, that's right. Yeah, it's a case of the, Mon <laughs> the, case of the Mondays. <laughs> but we've got um, this here. I'm going to zoom in because I just updated my Mac and all of a sudden my monitor doesn't work um mm. they're moving into compostable pods which you know if you've heard me on on the podcast or you know on here we always talk about compostable maybe not being the right solution for a lot of different things because compost doesn't happen everywhere um you know there's not compost collection in most places and a lot not of people, easily available right right now and how many people actually compost right mm. you look at people living in the city it's pretty difficult um, but people that do have plants and stuff, you know, they'll go into Starbucks. You can get free coffee, used coffee grounds from Starbucks to put in your garden. Yeah. Very powerful. Right. Yeah. Like this kind of, this makes sense, you know, in a compostable, um, pod, you've got the used grounds, um, it all kind of like, this is actually a really good solution. I, I, I was pretty stoked to see this. Yes, and if they could get it Lomi approved, if, have you heard of Lomi, Avelio? That's the little uh, home compost machine. Yeah, it's a little countertop machine. Mm -hmm. And imagine if you live in a city and you don't have a, a garden or a yard, um, you could throw these things in there every morning, mm -hmm. and uh, it literally turns it into uh, dirt that is um, nutrient rich. Um, I, we love ours. We use it every day and it's, uh, it's a game changer for us. And we, we have a yard, but, uh, it makes composting easy and it, uh, it's, and it produces a product that you actually want to put on into your garden, uh, oh. to raise, uh, vegetables. Wow. 
And how, so how long does it take? So we have a family of four uh, and it takes, usually we can fill it up in a day, uh, mm -hmm. which is actually kind of perfect because uh, then you, you run it overnight and you wake up to um, the material is all transformed into uh, something usable and you dump it in the yard and then you start over. <laughs> so. So, so you can, all right. So if I collect all my stuff today yeah, and then I put it in there and then tomorrow I've got compost. Yeah. It's incredible. It's uh, six to eight hours, I think um, of transformation time. Mm -hmm. And uh, my concern was that it was going to be loud. It was going to stink. Uh, and neither of those are true. It's, wow. it's, it's about as loud as a dishwasher. And uh, it does not smell bad because they've really worked hard to make the, uh, and by the way, this is not a paid advertisement. I don't work, <laughs> I don't work for them. They don't right. yet. They should, although they should uh, sponsor my podcast. Lomi, if you're listening, That's right. uh, they're uh, just amazing people. Uh, really awesome. I, I do have an episode with them coming out in January where they will make some announcements about some new innovations in their product. Wow, let's go. So, but then, like, what about compostable? Like, you know, we see those compostable plastic spoons, and yeah, does that also take just overnight? No, my uh, experience with uh, anything hard like that isn't isn't going to work in that machine. It has to be Lomi approved. Okay. Uh, so, some soft plastics that are biodegradable, or I'm sorry, compostable, will work um, if you if you cut them up. But it's really about food scraps and getting. The one average American produces one pound of food scrap every day. So if you think of that extrapolated out into how many people in the, in the, in the world uh, or in the United States, uh, it's, it's a massive issue because all of that uh, waste, if it goes into the landfill, produces methane. Wow. Which is even worse than um, CO2 for That's the environment. Crazy. You can go to Lomi.com. There's a Black Friday sale, and this isn't yeah. a paid ad. I just wanted to pull it up and see what it, what it costs, but it's $4.26. Um, you know, interesting. You, but it's got a filter subscription, so now you've got a... Yeah. Yeah, there's a little a little bit extra cost of... Mm -hmm. um, you put some little... You put a tablet in every day to um, get the... Um, to start the process, mm -hmm. but uh, that's... Fairly inexpensive. They've sold over a hundred thousand units in ten months. That's crazy. Uh, and are getting like you can see by their their four and a half stars, almost mm -hmm. three three thousand reviews. That's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, dude, that's awesome, man. It, yeah. It's counter. I don't have a lot of counter space, so that's not working for me. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Who else do we have out here? We got uh, we got Roberto Garcia coming in from Monterey, Mexico. I got to tell you, as a designer, I love Monterey. It's yeah. home to some of the most amazing design agencies, and there's the most amazing design story that should be made into a movie. Wow! But What's that about? It's a um, all right. So. Roberto, if you're familiar with the story, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is like the most amazing story in design ever that's never been told. You heard it here first. Um, there was a Swiss designer and he fell in love with a Mexican woman. Um, 
this was back in the late 70s, he moved to Monterey. Now, Monterey was not a design capital by any means at that time. <laughs> um, he opened up a studio and he brought in some, you know, some, uh, like he built his studio. It, it became, you know, it was like this fusion of, of Mexican and Swiss influences. Um, I believe it was Swiss. He could have been Danish. And um, <laughs> um, like the studio just became huge. And I can't remember the name of the studio, but like in the mid uh, maybe it was a little bit later in the mid nineties, he brought on some like young designers uh, or maybe it was like late nineties. He brought on some young designers. They, you know, they all learned his style. It was like this minimalist, colorful um, combination of design and it like transformed the entire city. So there's a lot of color in the city, but oh, not just cool. that it like led to, um, you know, design agencies like Anagramma launching and then the guys, the team from Anagramma, like they grew out and, and there's like five other agencies down there that do amazing work. That's all inspired by the same style, but it all began because of this, like, you know, love affair in Europe that moved <laughs> to Mexico and then it transformed an entire city and a style of um, design, which you don't really hear of, but it's, yeah. it's super, super cool. Roberto, yeah. if you're familiar with the story, you know, I think that's uh, amazing. You know, jump in there, but Portland's similar with the shoe capital of the USA with Phil Knight. And if you haven't read his book, Shoe Dog, it's really good. Yeah. And these, you know, it's like this is kind of like this, the, you know, this is Anagramma. If you're not familiar with Anagramma, Beautiful. Um, these guys do amazing work. And uh, Sebastian there, uh, he, he made a movie. Uh, it was like a death metal love story, <laughs> which was really cool. Um, That's how all love stories should be. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, I love this death metal movie. I'm like, yeah. let's make this, you know, Monterey, Mexico love story design movie. I'm like, let's, I want to do that. Let's do that. Um, that's cool. But it hasn't happened yet, but that it's a really cool, <laughs> cool story. Um, <laughs> the other thing I did want to share is if you're in packaging and you're in design, um, you know, this new page opened up on LinkedIn. It's called Packaging AI. Oh, that's um, cool. Definitely follow it. Do me a favor, follow it. And there's so much happening in AI at the moment with MidJourney. Um, I'm going to do a class this Friday just teaching. I know it's after Thanksgiving, but packaging never sleeps. Um, you know, I want to show you <laughs> Black like Friday. how. That's right. It's uh, it's AI Friday. Death Metal uh, Friday. If there I you go. Know. <laughs> I want to show like how to create all of these items, all right? So like all these, all this packaging here is completely AI generated just by the type of words, the descriptions, um, the codes that you're using, like this was all created uh, and created in a matter of seconds, you know, like, now does it create something that a designer could then send to a client and and use uh, to create actual packaging? Or is it just a 3D uh, concept? Um, at the moment, it's a 3D concept, okay. right? So the, the idea here is, you know, you can generate initial ideas in this cool. space, right? So if you're in food packaging, like this is non-bread, um, you know, seasoned non-bread chips. Awesome. I don't know. You might want to jump into that business. I don't know. That just sounded pretty tasty. <laughs> uh, and then you put, you know, you put in, <laughs> you put in the names 
of maybe designers that you'd be interested in, or artists, or artists that are no longer around that can influence the design, um, specific colors. You can type in like different types, type styles. The type, it's still learning how to do type, but this is a million times better than it was, uh, you know, like three months ago. Yeah. And you can see like how interesting the stuff is. I mean, this actually generated a shoe and styled the shoe and like that the does. laces and like the way this bag closes, um, you know, and you've got two different shoes, you got two different shoe lace styles and these are lit in the same way as the packaging. Uh, and again, it's Beautiful. like seconds. Um, yeah. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty insane. Um, but yeah, you can follow, you can, if you follow me, you'll see the page on there. It's packaging AI on LinkedIn. Incredible. And um, the the stuff that happened, I mean, you, know, you can generate a hundred ideas in a few minutes and it's not that you're going to say, well, I'm going to take this design for Soylent and launch it, right? right? Like this is not what you're doing, but you can at least test out some things, you know, and if you're, and you can do glass, um, you know, you can see the sculpting and the detail in here. It's beautiful. Right. And. And again, like seconds, mm -hmm. uh, like this is like a Terminator lipstick predator. Um, you can incorporate models like it is uh, insane. I know I love sketching. Yeah. So you can you talked about that a lot. I love that you sketch. I think that's so cool. Yeah. And you can sketch in the program, which mm -hmm. is nuts because now you're having a computer sketch for you. Right. And um, just gives you an opportunity to try a lot of these different things. Um, you know, you can incorporate models, you can incorporate, um, you can, you, it is, I can't even tell you like the possibilities here. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, this design is manufacturable. It can be, um, it can be like your step one, right? So this Friday I'm going to, I'll do a class, um, on the packaging class, talk about the software, the way is that it, it works. Is it free or do you pay for the software? Um, yeah, good question. It's uh, it's mid journey. It's on the Discord server. It's free, and I think well, it's free up front. You get um, I think like thirty renderings that you get to do. Oh, cool! Right, and then that after seems that, fair. yeah, yeah, and then after that you can pay. Uh, I think it's like ten dollars a month, um, and then you have a limit to how many renders you do. But I think it's like two hundred or something like that, and then you yeah. can pay thirty bucks for to get more. Uh, but it is crazy. You know, like, uh, <laughs> like it is insane. <laughs> it is mind blowing. Like you get photography, you get illustrations. Um, you know, you can style something in color, black and white, the type of text. Again, it doesn't have to be like super luxe. Like this entire thing is, uh, you know, like a cheap Walmart plastic packaging mm -hmm. product, right? So this is product packaging and branding and color all in an instant well this is a good question Avelio. is it no code is it no code if i'm using it there's no <laughs> code because <laughs> i know code yes uh, I, I don't know code right. uh, yeah so 100 alex it's it's no code um we got uh yeah so it's linkedin packaging dot uh dash ai is is the page thank you yeah uh, but yeah, I, I, again, crazy stuff. 
Packaging um, is amazing. I it love is. it. It is. And then last week we talked about um, Pacdora. Mm-hmm. Um, Pacdora, those guys are, are doing some really cool stuff. They um, pull these guys up again. Um, like there's just a ton of stuff happening in packaging this year. Um, and there's like, right, there's Seems like, like all it's these becoming tools. easier and easier for designers uh, to come up with concepts at least. Uh, yeah, of course. There's a lot more of the difficult part when you, when you go into the nuances and figure out the substrates and all that detail. Mm-hmm. But, but for somebody who's maybe stuck on a design, something like this or something like that AI program seems like an amazing tool. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know what's cool about Pactora is these guys are um, right. You you can you can log on, you pay a membership fee. I, I don't know. I think it's like. Uh, 200 bucks a year, something like that. You get to download all the dialines that you want. You can size it to whatever size you want. Um, You can specify the materials, but on the back end, they've made sure that everything is manufacturable and that you can collect all the specs from everything. Um, And then you can take your dialine and create it, you know, create a, um, a 3d rendering out of it like, like instantly. Incredible. Which, which is nuts because for me, the part I hate the most is, actually doing the die lines right? <laughs> which which didn't you write literally write the book on die lines i did i literally <laughs> wrote the book on die lines it's called packaging and, <laughs> packaging and die lines i think last time i checked it was three million downloads of that book incredible um and you're, it was free so it was free famous. to download so <laughs> it's you guys don't follow right. avelio make sure you follow him he's a but, genius but always just looking um i wouldn't go that far but i always <laughs> you know just always looking at like what's new in packaging and as a designer and, you know, working in partnership with manufacturers, there's a big gap between what you design on screen and what actually gets produced. Yes. Right. And Corey, like, I mean, you're in this every day. Yes. Right. And like you often talk about, hey, it looks different on my screen. Well, that's why you have to go press check. That's yeah. why you have to go to the facility or like that book where you and I originally connected, um, mm-hmm. here, here's what the color will look like on craft paper. Here's what the color will look like on number three white. Here's what it looks like on number one white. And then that's up for nuances as the paper is made in different parts of the world or has diff- mm-hmm. you know, different, it's, like you talked about one time, the, the light in the room or the color from the sun can be different in different parts of the world. Uh, so you have to see it in person. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, I was just talking to a brand this morning about, uh, water-based inks, right? Like we want to do water-based inks. Okay. That's great. But you know, you've got oil-based inks, you've got solvent-based inks, and then you've got water-based inks, right? Solvent-based inks are, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons not to use those from a sustainability standpoint, but then you've got like, you know, vegetable oil-based inks um that seaweed yeah yeah there's a lot right but you want like some kind of oil in your ink because it it's the difference between a watercolor painting and an oil painting right Right. the color is that much more vibrant it's that much sharper if you're doing like a really light pink you can use a water-based ink you know it's super sustainable it's great but if you're trying to hit a you know hermes orange or like a canon red it'll never happen with water-based inks Red is so hard. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's hard for people. It's hard for yeah. designers and and brands to be like, well, I want to be more sustainable and move into water based. It's like, yeah, well, there's yeah. limitations on that material. And you have to be cautious of things like UV effects on those light inks. Yeah. Uh, they can absolutely wash out something in a retail environment. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well said, Fred. <laughs> yeah. Very well said. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Alex, I'm not an engineer either. Uh, not to the level of, you know, turning on SolidWorks and doing something. This, you know, if you're talking about Pactora, it's similar to an Ardios uh, where you have all the dial lines and it'll fold it up for you, place all the artwork in there. That's great. Um, and then the MidJourney AI, what it delivers is, you know, SolidWorks level renders. There's going to be things that are weird, um, but as it continues to learn, it's going to be better and better. But you can't really complain when it takes less than, you know, 30 seconds to generate all these crazy options. You're like, oh my God, I, I, was, I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> yeah but what's great is if you're a salesperson to be able to be on you know you can do pactora you can um you know you have an idea of what kind of box you're talking about you can type it in put out a quick uh render show it to them and go like is this what you're talking about um, right. if we change the sizes this is how big the flat sheet is like it gives you a lot more information for quoting uh, but if you're a salesperson you can also pull up mid-journey and type in a few different things and then be like, it's just kind of where you're, where you're wanting to go, right? It's like, there's yeah. a lot of things that are making our life easier. And I've seen a lot of pushback from designers on the AI where they're like, it doesn't, it, it's not real design. Um, you know, it's cheating. It's making it easier for everybody else, but yeah, it's happening. So you can either right. get on board or <laughs> get left behind. That's it. Complain about it or, or use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well said. It's it's crazy, man. Yeah, but that's what that's I, what I got on packaging today. <laughs> I love it. Real quick, I had an awesome interview with Clorox. I want to talk about. Oh, they're wow. doing they're doing some things with these uh, multi purpose cleaners, where they ship this to you. the The spray bottle inside is empty, so no water in here. This is very very light, which uh, provides a, a very low footprint, and then this. You fill it up with water and then you put this on the bottle and you screw it on and it goes, Ooh. and and this is your measured um, chemistry is how, he, is how he said it. And you can tell it's mixed in because it's got the, the green dye, mm -hmm. but this is an 80% reduction in plastic for future use. And I think... And it's also made out of HDPE, which is curbside recyclable. So mm -hmm. they won uh, in many places. And I know this is small. It's about two inches. So it's really pushing the limits of the, the, the MRF, uh, being able to sort it out. But it's still 80% less plastic. And to me, that's really cool. And uh, we're not shipping water to each other. So I like this uh, Clorox comp concept i think we're going to see a lot more refills and concentrates in the future wow that's you know i'm that's like um there was blue land right and then there was yeah. truman's yeah uh, from those guys now all the big guys are getting in on it and they're doing really innovative things i mean this is such a cool thing to just be able to screw that on to the top and it just it breaks the seal but it doesn't the plastic doesn't go into the bottle uh, so it stays attached and it's recyclable. That's awesome. 
I'm excited cool. about it. But dude, that's cool. So then, yeah. is the is the cost the same? Yeah, good question. Less? less, so you can buy these little uh, two. I think this is a two pack. Um, that you know, that's look at how much smaller this is than mm -hmm. the original. Um, right. So if yeah. so, if like a full spray bottle is three dollars at the moment. Right. Moving forward, if you were to buy those two pods. Are you paying six dollars for those, or I, I didn't look at the the numbers, but I would because I was focused on the the packaging sure. itself. Uh, I'm just cheap, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're exactly right. It's going to also be a cost savings to the consumer, yeah. um, and a huge space savings in your house and in in the store and in the truck. And uh, there's so many benefits when you when you look yeah. through the supply chain of of this versus this you know it's so long we've for so many years we've been shipping uh water, water. to each other and <laughs> it just doesn't make sense so let's yeah. do this from now on yeah and it's funny because like now all of a sudden everybody's eliminating eliminating water yeah. it makes you think like i've been paying for so much water over my entire life totally. right whether it's detergent or you know cleaning products but that's just that's the way the industry was Reminds me of um, a friend of mine who was a brand manager at uh, at P and G. He managed Tide. Yeah, uh, you know. And, wow, what and a he job! Was, <laughs> yeah. and he was telling me how uh, he's like, you know, when you when you get the big box of soap, and you know, you scoop it out, and there's like different colored beads in there. There's like the yeah. the dark blue ones and the light ones. And he's like, back then, uh, he's like, first of all, like, what do you think they do? I'm like, well, I think the blue one has like more soap in it, or something. <laughs> and he, you know, he's like just laughing. He's like, nobody's ever told you that, but that's like what we tell ourselves. It's right. like really the soap is all the same color. It goes down and it gets sprayed different colors of blue and then it gets mixed <laughs> into the thing. It has nothing to do with any, but it makes you feel like you're getting more. Right. Um, yeah. I so, so, so pretty interesting. Um, Tiffany, you mentioned sending a link to, uh, to these, to these programs. I'll definitely send a link. I'm actually working with Pacdora to get a, um, a promo code to have a 50% off discount. Um, nice. So let me get that. Uh, hopefully I'll have that today and I'll repost. Um, so we I wouldn't want anybody it, to pay a full price at the moment. Put it on the comments of this show. hundred percent. I'll put that in there. And then for the, um, for the AI stuff, I'll go ahead and put the link in there as well. And then I'll put a link into Friday's class. Um, I'd love for everybody to show up with mid journey loaded onto their computer so that we can, talk through it real time and you can, you know, yep. by the end of the class, you should be able to be creating something that you wouldn't have uh, been able to create previously. Professor Matos. Yeah. Insane. Um, I think, you know, Fred's is wrong here, but um, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh -oh, World cup. The <laughs> chatter right. has begun. I love it. Awesome. All right, guys, what do we have? La last thing, Franco, I didn't see your post. We'll have to go ahead and tag us. Make sure you tag uh, Corey and myself. Uh, and we'll take a look at this. Yeah, thanks Franco. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, uh, Hugh, you're wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks so much. Check out Thank Corey. You What's your, you got an episode coming up this week. I got an episode dropping on Wednesday on Packaging yeah. Unboxed. Follow both of us. Packaging Podcast. Thank 100%. you. 100%. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. We'll see you. I didn't do the end. <laughs>